Good morning, everybody. This is Trina Gunzel, and welcome to another episode of the Legacy and Legends podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing with you amazing stories of incredible people literally around the globe as we are featuring this Light the World series. It was so popular in December, we decided to continue that light year round because there are always amazing people doing wonderful things, and I love to spotlight them, featuring them here on the Legacy and Legends podcast. So I'm your host, Trina Gunzel, and today we are going to be having some fun taking international with my guest this morning. Riley, welcome. Or should I say bienvenidos, wherever you are. <laughs> Muchas gracias. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much for having me. You're welcome. And can you please do a little intro, let our audience know who you are and where you're located today? Yes. So my name is Riley Molinario. I'm an expert love educator and relationship coach. I am from the United States. I live in England and I'm currently traveling for four months. My first stop is here in Tenerife, Spain. It's warm, it's sunny, people are at the beach in bikinis. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, and I feel like we need to do some little travel patches just while you're talking because it's like the whole loop. Everybody's going to be like, oh, I want to travel. Really take us with you. Get us out of this gray where we are right now. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I I didn't travel as a child. Um, my family never really went on holidays and things like that. Yeah. So when I was able to be independent and, and start to travel, it just became my passion. When I was in the States, I I would say now if I have to compare myself to, you know, other travelers, I would say that according to sort of the average American, I'm very well traveled compared to the average European. I have not been anywhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> right? I remember I that. When we, yeah, when we toured with our kids for three years, people are like, well, how are you homeschooling? And I said, well, we're homeschooling through experiences. I said, I can't show my daughter better art than taking her to see the actual Sistine Chapel or the Louvre. And like, she knows what all these pieces and things are. It was, it was incredible. And I, I love traveling. Like my parents did take us traveling, but it was more road trips. We did a lot of road trips from Arizona to Michigan as kids. And then Mexico, which is where I fell in love with language and started learning Spanish. And I'm a fluent bilingual educator as well, but it was that passion for what are they saying? You know, I want to know. And here now my son is on a mission learning Farsi. He speaks Farsi. And I'm like, of all the languages in the world, well, we have Italian, Spanish, Farsi, French, German. And my daughter's trying to learn right now. Um, Japanese. So I'm like, how cool, right? If I want to learn as many languages as possible. It's yeah. fun with people. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I've been to 16 countries so far. Awesome. Um, again, according to the average European, <laughs> not so many, <laughs> but I have many, many on my list. So I, I'm so excited to just go different places, hear different languages, eat different types of food, and just see how other people live. When I was younger, and I'm, you know, I'm from a really small town, I didn't realize how big the world was. And now yeah. that I get to experience all those different things, I'm like, actually i know nothing about the world and i love that feeling i love that feeling <laughs> it, it keeps you humble and it keeps you growing and i think you know when i was little i so relate like my little town's called pine arizona and to me that was the world like anywhere i went this reminds me of a mountain in pine this reminds me of this, this. and my husband's like he's traveled since he was little with his family around the world and he's like honey no it's not <laughs> 
<laughs> and also he made a point. He took us to the Netherlands. We went to Germany and Austria and Italy. We went to Sicily and France and Belgium. All these places with our kids were they have such a different perspective and view of the world and grew up. I feel like they're just their taste and their ability to communicate with people and empathize and compassion because you see how people live in different parts of the world is so different than like my little bubble life where everything was happy. And, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't realize even how it was to navigate pickpockets, pick right? On like a train in, in Italy or whatever. There were just different things. Yeah. Getting yelled at in the bathroom in German for not knowing how to put the money in the change thing. It was like, I just had no concept of that. So um, I'm sure you have tons of stories you could literally just write on your journeys. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so many more to go. I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited. Well, I'm excited to hear your story too, because honestly, I haven't actually met anybody with your specific job title. And I think it's really cool because while we have worked with couples and done lots of celebrity coaching and relationship work, I love being able to refer people who that is specifically their zone of genius that they want to do that piece. And I would love to hear your story and like how you got into what you're doing now. And if it was a challenge or journey and how you kind of work through that and everybody's listening snuggle up if you don't have a special keto drink like my husband makes me just grab whatever your favorite drink is and cozy in it we're gonna we're gonna bump you up so this gets to be featured as part of the february series since you are thank you you're welcome yeah sorry everybody <laughs> I, I do get cuts if i feel like it because this just follows our thing plus she has naturally curly hair like me so there's got to be extra perks besides sticking pencils in your hair in high school right <laughs> yes Absolutely. So my journey is basically abandoned at birth to six-figure boss. This is this is the summary of my life story. So when I, I was an infant, you said that. That's crazy. It gave me goosebumps. Sorry. I'm like everybody's <laughs> hearing that. They're like, "What? Abandoned at yeah. birth to six-figure boss?" Yes. Okay, yes. That is my life story. <laughs> Yes. So when I was when I was born, uh, my mother was by herself in the hospital. My father wasn't anywhere to be seen. And she ended up taking me home and he rejected her. He had already moved on to another woman who was living in the house and we had nowhere to go. So my brother and my sister, who are just a few years older than me, um, decided to help us and pitch a tent in the backyard. And that's where we stayed for a significant amount of time. Yeah. My father was really, he is a person who is extremely disconnected. Um, that empathy, that compassion, he just doesn't have that. And so I grew up then with my mother and my sister's dad, my stepfather, and we were living in this extremely abusive and neglectful household. My mother was in a financially abusive relationship, so she had three children and no job, no money, and she wasn't able to leave. So we were beaten every day. We were um, neglected. It was it was horrific. It was absolutely horrific. And I knew at a very, very young age that I was full of trauma. I didn't know the word for it, but I knew something was wrong. Right. I knew that this was, this was not the way that life was supposed to be. Yeah. And it's not that I had anything else to you know, sort of reflect on it, but I just knew how unhappy I was. Yeah. And so it got to the point at the age of 16, I decided I can't do this anymore. I have to go and I have to try to make it in the world on my own. So I left home. And the good thing is that I am very 
resilient. Yeah, you are. <laughs> all of that trauma made me extremely resilient. So I was able to scrap together all of the things that I needed. And I got a house, I got a car, I went to university, I got two degrees, um, was able to work jobs to, to support myself, because we all know that university in the States is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I was able to get some scholarships and, and work and, and take care of myself. It was very, very difficult. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was labeled as academically gifted. I was extremely book smart. Mm -hmm. And being home <laughs> at 16, you become very street smart. Yes. But there was something else that was missing. Although I was investing in the stock market and I had a house and I had a car and, and I was going to school and I was on my way to work on Wall Street. That was my that was my yeah. dream job. I was absolutely miserable. I was suffering from anxiety and depression. Sure. I wasn't happy. I had no, the motivation was running out and I was only like 20 years old. And I thought, I, I just can't do this anymore. So I decided to go to a hotel room and, and take my life. I thought, I just want this suffering to end. Any means possible, it has to end. So I went to the hotel room. I decided that that was what I was going to do. I was very relaxed with the idea. I, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. I felt more relief than anything. But before I decided to make that decision, I looked at myself in the mirror and I asked myself almost out of nowhere, do I actually want to die or do I want the suffering to end? Mm. And in that moment, I realized that those were two different things. Yeah. That if I could actually create a life for myself mm. where I was connected, where I loved myself, where I loved waking up in the morning and doing the things that I was doing, that's actually something I would want to participate in. Yeah. So I realized that I did, I did have the book smarts. I did have the street smarts, but there was one other piece that was missing mm -hmm. that was more important than those two things. And that's what I refer to as relationship intelligence. Mm -hmm. So relationship intelligence is the connection an ability to navigate relationships successfully. So first the relationship that we have with ourselves mm -hmm. and then the relationships we have with other people. And we truly, truly understand that the quality of our life is dependent on the quality of our relationships. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how beautiful you are. We see it all the time in Hollywood, people who seem yeah. to have it all and then they kill themselves because they oh, just are know. suffering mm -hmm. from that inability to love themselves, connect with themselves mm -hmm. and the world around them. So oh, yeah. when I was able to go through this journey and learn all of those things that I hadn't yet known, I started to realize, hold on a second, I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> right. This. And really learning about my mom's story and what happened to mm -hmm. her when she was a child and realizing that that was generational trauma being passed down. That's right. Realizing that I have five sisters and a brother. Mm -hmm. I, even in my own family, I wasn't the only one. They were all affected. And right. so this became my mission to minimize suffering as much as I can while I'm on this planet because I understand what it feels like to suffer. And so much of that suffering is from ignorance, 
It's because we are not taught these really important life skills. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're, you know, we learn how to do math and read and science and all of these things, but where is the education on ourselves and Mm -hmm. on relationships? When people come into my community, the first question that I ask them is, when did you learn how to have a successful relationship? Mm. Who taught you? And they start to think, and I ask them, did your parents teach you? Did they sit you down and open a book and say, here's the formula for success? And they're like, no. (laughs) Did you take a class in school called relationship intelligence? No. So when were you supposed to learn how to have successful relationships? The only thing that we're referring to are TV shows, movies, music, what society says, what we see on TikTok and Instagram, what our friends are telling us who are probably in worse relationships than we are, you know, there's a lack of information and there's a lack of education. The most difficult thing for me to sit with is the fact that we do have the formula for success. Mm-hmm. relationships are not this sort of mysterious thing that we don't understand and we're not able to comprehend we do have the formula we've been able to research and study relationships on a scientific level so mm-hmm. the same way we understand that one plus one equals two that red and yellow equals orange we do understand exactly what pieces skills tools and techniques you need to have a successful relationship but the problem is no one's talking about it so my job is just to provide this information and give people this information because once they have it, their whole life changes. And this isn't just about, you know, romance and Valentine's Day, although I love those things. It's really about ending generational trauma, generational suffering, ignorance, poverty, because we just don't have these tools and techniques at our fingertips. And would you say a big result from that? I mean, you took them through its education, right? And I'm thinking probably to communication skills, how to love not only themselves, but others. Yes, yes. So relationship intelligence has has four pillars. It's very similar to emotional intelligence, but it's in relation to other people. So the first two have to do with yourself, Mm self-awareness and self-management. We're terrible at this. We are terrible at this. I realized that I was my worst enemy. That was one of the biggest wake-up calls I ever had because I was blaming my parents. You did this to me and you did that to me. And then I realized one day, hold on a second, I'm not living with them anymore. They're not making decisions for me anymore. Hold on a second. (laughs) And that's when I started to realize that I was telling my story, but I was telling my story for a pity party. You know, I was telling my story as an excuse as to why I was the way that I was, not recognizing I can change that. Yes, it's going to be a process. Yes, it's going to take time and take effort, but I can do it. Uh If I recognize, you know, with self-awareness, if I recognize what are my values, what are my beliefs, what are my boundaries, what's important to me? What are my emotions? You know, at any given moment, how do I stay present? What Mm -hmm. kind of life do I want to create for myself? And then the self-management, well, how do I do that? What are the steps that I need to take? There was one thing that I, you know, I'm a very, very honest person because I want people to hear me and say, okay, she's been through it too. (laughs) Yes, integrity and ethics is a big, big thing. 
I mean, sometimes people see me and they're like, oh, you look like you had the best life. I'm like, well, thank you. But no. <laughs> so I spill, I spill it all. You know, I spill it all. Yeah. I was a person that loved to throw things. This was part of the rage that I had. And I have to say, they have these places now where you can actually pay and you break go break things, right? I yes. haven't been yet, but I have one to of my, One of my clients actually went because her ex is horrible and she was going through something awful. And she loved it. She's like, yeah, my husband saw a side of me he's never seen. But that rage room, I get what you're saying. Yes. I would love to go. I haven't gone yet. But I had my own rage room in my own house. You know, oh. I would... I what I would get so anxious mm -hmm. that I would take whatever was closest to me and I would throw it against the wall. And if it made an indent, it was kind of like a high that I got. It was Whoa. my way of releasing all of that tension. Yeah. Now, just because I'm frustrated doesn't mean I have to throw something. Just because I'm angry, it doesn't mean I have to drink a bottle of vodka. Just because yeah. I'm sad, it doesn't mean that I have to you know, eat a tub of ice cream. I get to choose in that moment right. what reaction I have if I choose a reaction that's going to feed into the negativity, well, that's on me. If mm -hmm. I choose a reaction that's going to benefit me and move me past that difficult emotion, that's also yeah. on me, but that's going to bring me closer to that life that I want to live. So once I recognized that, I was like, oh, I can change my entire life mm -hmm. just by understanding myself and then making the right decisions to create that life that I want to live. We're so aligned. I love it. And and the fact that you figured that out, most people go their whole lives and never figure this out. And it's literally the key to winning in the scheme of life, like to happiness, to relationship fulfillment, all those things, because you're right. If you're never willing to take responsibility for creating the life you want, you'll never have it. And you don't get there by blaming everyone else. Like there's so many sparkle moments and like we have so many specific connections and the other things where I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like you said, seeing where you are right now, you would never guess that's part of your story, but you decided to create a new story instead of being stuck in that victim. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh and gosh. they were, you know, they were the first thing that I did on my journey. Cause I think a lot of people want to know, how do you start? How do you start this yeah. journey? You know, I started my journey many, many years ago. Um, and I didn't know what I didn't know. That was yeah. the that was the thing. I, I didn't have a clue where to start. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in university, YouTube just came out. You know, we yeah. just started using computers. Like this yeah. was way before <laughs> uh -huh. all of this information we have now at our fingertips. So I didn't even know what to do or how to how to figure this out. But the first thing that I recognize is that this thing is broken. Uh, like I'm just constantly pessimistic. I'm constantly mm -hmm. negative. I'm constantly sad. I'm constantly anxious. How can I first change this? Because this is the tool that's going to allow me to go on this journey. And this tool is broken. Right. So the first thing that I did was rewrite that tape. I started listening to people like Anthony Robbins and Les mm -hmm. Brown because yeah. growing up in trauma, all I heard were negative things. You're never going to be good enough. Nothing good is ever going to happen. You're this, you're that. Those were all the words that I heard. I never heard words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that I could make something out of my life. Even though I was doing quite well on paper, I still yeah. felt, well, I'm just going to be a failure. So I had to rewrite that tape yeah. first by hearing those encouraging words and yeah. then repeating to my, repeating them to myself subconsciously.
Yeah. That is awesome. Well, and as you're going through and doing your work now, like how long have you been doing this work as is it relationship coach? Is that kind of what the umbrella you put it in? Yes. So I identify as a love educator and relationship coach. That's so awesome. relationship coach, there are many of us, right? Mm -hmm. And um, this is really guiding couples to really be able to create a foundation for their relationship and work through their issues, communicate better. Um, but the love educator part is also really important to me because I think people need to realize that relationships are something that we have to learn how to create. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of confusion going on right now. People think that if you just fall in love with someone and the two of you have some things in common, then you're going to be, you know, happily ever after the end. This is what we see in the movies, right? And right. Like right. Disney. Oh, man. Disney. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> and then we're going to be together. And then, you know. But we have to understand that thriving relationships are created. They don't just happen. You know, it's like if you want six pack abs, you can really love abs, but they're not going to pop on your body. You have to work. Them, you know? So the love education part, it's about education. It's about spreading this information the same way we learn about finances. We learn about, you know, how to build an Eiffel Tower. We learn how to. Um, cut grass, build businesses, whatever it is, we have to learn. And the education yeah. just isn't there. And so it's it's really disappointing that people are so confused about relationships. They're so confused about how to communicate. Yeah. There are people that I work with that are 40, 50, 60 years old, and they don't even know how to identify their emotions. They mm -hmm. say to me, I'm happy, I'm sad. That's all they have. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really difficult for them mm -hmm. to be able to express themselves, communicate with their partner if all they yeah. have is happy and sad. And yeah. it, me, it's a failure on our society. It's, it's a failure on the society. For me, I have tons of empathy and compassion for individual couples. And I tell them when I work with them, you know, this is not your fault. It's not that you're enjoying this. It's not that your partner is enjoying this. You're both suffering. You're mm -hmm. both miserable, right? Yeah. And the problem is not the two of you because you're trying, you're just failing because mm -hmm. society has set you up for failure. Yeah. And for me, this is more about getting this information to everyone the same way that we teach people how to read how to write how to add all of these things yeah. and this is why my my business now we're working on implementing this into the education system it is essential that kids learn this because everything that i teach i tell people mm -hmm. it's nothing you're not going to understand it's not yeah. rocket science it's not brain surgery i'm not that smart <laughs> it's basic concepts right. but it takes practice and if we can yeah. learn it at age five six seven years old then we get to practice it is more difficult if you're 50 years old and you have 50 years of bad habits mm -hmm. sure. limiting yeah. beliefs misinformation and then we try to change it it's possible you know and it does work mm -hmm. but people shouldn't be suffering for 50 years they should yeah. learn this at a very young age I agree. And honestly, I love and support what you're doing so much. Like when I was teaching in public education with little kids for 10 years, so many people didn't understand, but like pre-K through second grade was one of some of my favorite grades to teach. And we started with all of those things first, teaching kindness, how to communicate, make sure they're well-fed. We literally brought toothbrushes to school so they could 
push their teeth and you know if they needed new clothes or whatever but caring for them and really handling that then they were more willing and wanting to learn math and reading and all this but you can't do it if you're sad and your home life is a mess and you're dirty and you're hungry you know what i mean and and so it was like those basic skills of compassion and i love what you're doing i believe in it so much and i love educator it's so needed like our divorce rate is through the roof and it's ridiculous and I truly believe like when people get married, they want to be together, but they have a hard time continuing it because they don't know how to communicate. They have a hard time with forgiveness. It's all the emotional and childhood baggage they're bringing into the relationship instead of it's you two. It's not your parents running your relationship or all those things. It's like, I'm just so grateful to have met you and I'm happy to spread the word about you. Like I said, I'm, I'm actually going to publish this podcast today because I think it's so needed and I want people to hear the word. So we will get this out and who, when you think about, so you're working for getting this into the educational system as well, and older people, do you have like an ideal client, like range that you really like to work with? Because I'm sure people are going to hear this and be like, oh my gosh, someone who can actually help me, you know, how would they get in touch with you? And what's the best way to do that? Yes, I work with people before they're getting into relationships. So single people, cool. and this ideally would be my preference that everyone before they get into a relationship yes. they take this course uh -huh. <laughs> right? yeah i agree but unfortunately we don't live in a preventative medicine society mm -hmm. you know we think oh no i'm gonna be fine and then so my the majority of my clients are people who are already in relationships they've all they already have problems um and so they need that that turnaround they need to get yeah. this information before they get divorced before they break up mm -hmm. so i work with anyone who's on any range of that spectrum either before they get into a relationship if they're already in a relationship if they're at the end and they think well i'm willing to try one more thing before you know, uh -huh. making a decision and it's really couples individuals who are ready to do the work that is the most important thing so if you are in a relationship it is essential that you're in love and you're willing to do the work because those uh -huh. are two things that i cannot give you yeah. everything else i can teach you amazing right if there's that willingness yes if you have very, a willing heart to just try and be willing yes. to learn what you don't know for yes. a minute you can turn yeah. that around uh, I <laughs> yes love so I am on Instagram and Facebook, Riley Molinadio. As long as you can spell my name, you will find me. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, and we're going to put it in the comments below. So send me your pick bio links and we'll make sure it's easy to find you. Perfect. And I always run a contest on my website for um, to win one free month of relationship coaching. So if anyone is interested in entering that, you just go to RileyMolinadio.com and pop your email in the pop-up window and you will be entered to win. That is perfect. I love that so much because it gives people a chance to try it, right? Everybody likes games. So they can do that and get a taste of the experience of what it's like working with you. And what a blessing. I just want to say shout out from one curly uh, hair queen to another. Thank you for the work you're doing for couples <laughs> and families. Because for my husband and I, that is our passion. Like our big mission is for families. And there are so many people in the world that need this like i'm thrilled to have someone else to refer to so i'm so excited thank you for linking arms literally to spread love and help people around the globe because love just transforms everything it, it is a soothing balm it is uh, anyway i could go off and preach on that but i'm just gonna say thank you for the work you do and i always love to ask my guests if you were gonna create a hashtag for your younger self that would have served you well in your journey what would it be oh good question I would say 
I would say hashtag you've got this. You've got this. You've got yes. this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you too. I love it. You've got this. Yeah. Like, yeah. There you go, everybody. So hashtag you've got this. And if you don't, reach out to Riley because she can help you. If you love yourself, it makes it so much easier to love others. And that flowing and living in that place of personal responsibility, it unlocks everything. So I'm so excited that you came on the show today. Thank you. We'll make sure to get this out as an episode for the Legacy and Legends podcast as part of Light the World, which is perfect with your travel spirit. And I hope we get to link up on some vacation someday. Sunny. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, Riley. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.